2: Good afternoon my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very very pleased that you are here with me today whether you're listening on the stream on the live stream on the restream to the podcast on the Facebook live stream. Thank you all for joining us our first show for 2017. Um, engineering the show on my own because unfortunately our engineer Rob is sick. Rob uh, kudos out to you for being there for us last year and uh, we'll see you next week. Please feel better and uh, hope you get over it soon. I know for those of you who know from from listening from my shows last time that uh, I was a little bit sick towards the end of the year too so there's definitely something going around. So I am glad you're with me. Uh, Of course, we have our quotes of the day to start off from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see how they're going to start us off this year. First, from the universe. A tip for advanced souls on how to wow the glorious mortals in your life. Say very, very little indeed. And when asked if you agree with their view, always say mostly. Wow, the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in The Universe. Ah, having a little fun with us. I hope this one isn't directed at me about talking too much. You know, I I sometimes get paranoid about this stuff. (laughs) But uh, I think just having a little fun with us, uh, remembering that, you know, as the old expression goes, we have two ears and one mouth, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. Right, everybody? Yeah, you guys all know that. You're pretty advanced, my audience. All right, let's see what uh, Abraham has in store for us today. From your human perspective, you often believe that you must work hard to overcome obstacles and satisfy shortages and solve the problems that are before you. But often, in that attitude or approach, you work against yourself without realizing it. Attention to obstacles makes them bigger and more stubborn. Attention to shortages makes them bigger and prolongs them. And attention to, to a problem prevents any immediate resolution or solution. In the absence of longing, in the absence of doubt, in the absence of article, obstacles and shortages and problems, there will be the solutions and abundance that you seek. And the evidence of your vibrational shift will become obvious in two ways. First, you will feel better, and next, physical evidence of financial improvement will begin flowing to you from a variety of different directions. Abraham. So this is something that that, uh, I've talked about in the past that, that we've had a lot of quotes on from Abraham about how really our attention is so, so important, and that where we place our focus really determines so much about our lives and that when we're faced with a challenge, when we're faced with, you know, something unpleasant, when we're faced with some difficulty of some kind, the more focus we put on it, the more attention we give to it, we're actually our energy is feeding that obstacle, that challenge, that thing. And so the more energy we feed it with, the longer it's going to stick around, the more it's going to be evident in our life. So really what Abraham is saying, and, and there, there was a piece in here that I cut out that just talked about the, you know their meditation into listening to it, is it's really in order to sort of release that obstacle, in order to like change it and and to mitigate it and to allow it to release it's about shifting your focus onto something else shifting your focus onto what are the solutions where can you move forward how can you overcome this this is where we want our focus to be because when we focus on solutions not the problems then the energy around the problem kind of dissipates and the energy goes all towards the solution and that's what gets built up that's what flowers that's what blossoms and this is really what um gives us the 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 the, what we need to to manifest in our life what are those things that we want to manifest and you see that's the key thing when we're focusing on the problem and we're focusing on the obstacle we're focusing on what we don't want when we're focusing on the solution when we're focusing on to those uh... ways of manifesting the things we want then we're focusing on what we want and the more we focus on what we want the more energy flows towards it the more that's the direction we go in and and it's really interesting because even in subtle ways even in subtle physical ways it makes a difference the more you're focusing on what we want the more our mind just starts coming up with solutions thinking about things what's a better approach how who can i contact uh, you know little ideas of how can i prove this process how can i manifest a little bit better you know oh maybe i can do this and you know uh, get a little bit more out of it Just physiologically, we start, our whole body shifts and our nervous system shifts towards things that are going to support what it is that we're trying to work towards and create and manifest. I know sometimes this information from Abraham can sound a little woo-woo, And, oh, it's, oh, I just have to think positive and that's it. No, it's not just about thinking positive. There's a lot more to it. And really the the essence of this quote comes down to one of the most important aspects of the law of attraction and the things that Abraham teaches, which is managing our focus, managing our energy. Because the more we manage our focus, And literally, it's even what are we looking at? What are we focusing on? The more we are aware and conscious of it, the more we're able to manage it. And the more we manage it and the more we steer it and the more we guide it towards those things that we want, the more we are ensuring that those very same things are going to come about. Why does it work that way? You know what? It doesn't even matter. We really don't always have to know the why and the how and all the little intricate things. As long as we know the principle and we understand that it works. I'm a big believer. I do this in my coaching practice, in my healing practice, in my business. If it works, use it. Don't worry and don't like have to overanalyze why exactly it works and how all the moving parts are. I mean, it's great to understand that. And sometimes, you know, understanding the how it works helps to maybe tweak things and gets a little bit better, but it's not essential. And because here in Western culture, we're so focused on the mind and understanding that we feel like, well, you know, if I don't understand it, then it can't possibly work for me. It's not true. You don't have to understand it. You just have to know it works, use it and see the results. That will build your confidence and to know that, hey, every time I focus on this thing that makes me feel good, wonderful things happen, that's all you need to know, that it works. So I have a New Year's resolution for people. Well, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. Let's just call it a New Year's tweaking of our existence why don't we all collectively just give it a shot? All right? I'm not saying you have to believe me. Let's just try it and see what happens in our lives. Let's just make a collective agreement that for the next six months, we're going to practice focusing on solutions, focusing on the things we want, focusing on the unfoldment and how beautiful it can be rather than focusing on what's not working, rather than focusing on all the problems in the world, rather than focusing on any situation that causes you dis-ease or discord or, or, or doesn't make you feel good. Let's just work towards that and let's see what happens after six months and let's just see what differences there are in our lives and how that difference manifests. And if it works, great. Let's do it for the rest of the year. And if it doesn't, wonderful. Let's see what we've learned from the exercise, from this practice. Are you guys with me? Are you there? you giving me some thumbs up? Excellent, excellent. Big shout out to my friend Bennett watching us on the Facebook live stream. Thanks for joining us, Bennett. And of course, to all of our listeners around the world on the stream, I know that there are some technical issues on the website. We put up a little notice about it. Not to worry. We're getting them fixed. They will be fixed shortly. Um, a couple of uh, housekeeping things I need to do before I introduce my guests. Um, we are doing a survey and we will have some Online giveaways for people who respond to the survey because we are doing some changes to the back end to the radio station. And so, what we're going to ask is anybody listening to the shows, my show, other shows, if you would do us the favor and email us at infotalkradio.nyc at and let us know three pieces of information. Where are you listening to us from? City, state, country. How are you listening to us? Are you going to our own website, the talkradio.nyc or talkingalternative.com? Are you listening to us through a phone app, an app on your phone? Are you listening to us through some other website? Because we are listed many places. And some places we don't even know we're listed, we're listed. And, you know, I can see on the back end people come listen all over the place, but I can't always tell where they're coming to us through. And so because we need to update our listings, we need to update and let the phone apps know about uh, uh, new links and things. If you can email us and let us know where you're listening to us from, what through what phone app or through what website. That would be very, very valuable. And different hosts on the show are, are giving free giveaways. I will have a free PDF for everyone who, you know, sends us in. We'll put you in a drawing and you, you, you'll get, uh, you know, a nice free giveaway from us. So I hope you will participate. And let us know where you're listening from through what app or website and uh that would be totally totally awesome and we'll even i'll give you personally a shout out on my show include your name in the email and i'll give you a shout out on my show so i hope i hope that's all enough encouragement uh to get you guys to to let us know what's up okay wonderful well um we have actually two wonderful guests in studio with us today and you know what we're going to take our first commercial break and when we come back i will introduce them to you and i'll flip the camera around so you'll get to actually see them Um, besides just me in front of this nice big microphone we have here in studio so you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity everybody please stay tuned and we'll be back right after these messages Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Thank you for being with us in 2017 and throughout 2016. Um, You know, we've got a lot of great guests lined up. Um, I'm really excited uh, about today and about some people in the future we have lined up. I hope you will join us for it. So I am going to flip my Facebook live stream camera around a little bit here. So you can see who we got here in studio. So, oops, let me try and get her centered. Okay, so this is Tira Bluestone. And Tira is a a businesswoman who has worked with children, with autism, with music. And uh, she's done a lot of different things in her life. Um, But uh, Tira, recently you... You know, we kind of met and you talked to me a little bit about how in just the past year you feel like you've had, I don't want to call it a spiritual awakening, but a a sort of an identification, I think, with sort of this spiritual side of life more so than in the past. Why don't you tell us a little bit kind of how that came about and why it was sort of a bit of a surprise for you? Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's great to have you here. And thank you for coming in studio, by the way.
4: You know, just to start off, I think I'd like to mention, I enjoyed listening to the words that you said before we came on Ah. about focus, because Ah. the great yogi masters teach that wherever we put our focus, we gain strength Ah. and the outward expression of our soul is the focus of our attention. Mm. And within this last year, I have had a great deal of focus of attention inward.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, Up until that time, I've realized in my life that I have the ability to move mountains
2: Mm. as
4: a Mm co-creator because I grew up with a spiritual background Right. And in my spiritual background, my mother sent me to the temple on the Jewish holidays, <laughs> the church on the Christian holidays, and in between we had an Indian guru.
2: <laughs> so, so you guys were really non-denominational, as they say. <laughs> All-inclusive?
4: So I, I grew up knowing the words on the page, ah. but it hadn't become an experience for me until this last year. Really? And I think a lot of that had to do with my focus. Ah. I realized that, you know, even though I was taken out of school a half year before graduation, I went to the high school of performing arts, Ah, where I went with my twin sister. Mm -hmm. My name is Tira. Her name is Dira. Dira. My mother is Mira.
2: (laughs) Just to completely confuse people.
4: And... um, it wasn't until recently when I w- took my GED. I mm-hmm. went back to school. I got my undergrad. I went straight through with honors, uh, giving a speech at Lincoln Center as valedictorian. Wow. And got my master's just recently finished in special needs education. Wow. And a great deal of my life ha- when I grew up was in theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um... I I had a nine-piece band that I traveled all around the world with. Oh, wow. And I sang the songs of the 20s and the 30s and wore these gorgeous gowns and sat on top of the piano. (laughs) And it was well-received in England and Ireland and Scotland. And to me, it was a certain amount of success Mm -hmm. in the world. And I realized that the focus could bring success
2: right
4: and it wasn't until last year the beginning of last year when that focus turned inward Ah. and i realized if i can move mountains out there
2: right
4: and it's funny because my whole life my mother would tell me imagine if you only turn that focus inward imagine if you only turn Ah. that focus inward and all of a sudden it's turned inward and there's things moving inside
2: so so let me ask you a question. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I was kind of like a rebellious teenager. So with you having been brought up in sort of this very spiritual environment and being open to all kinds of, of religions and faiths and things, do you feel that, you know, in some way you kind of ignored it or you like you went in an opposite direction? Or was it just... For you, very commonplace, so you didn't really place much attention on it.
4: That's a good question, because I started teaching yoga about twenty years ago. Wow. Okay. And it wasn't out of choice. What's interesting uh, is that everything I've ever done in my life until now has never been out of choice. It's something that I fell into. Ah. Uh, my, mo- actually, what happened was, um, I was a very different person than I used to be. Okay. And. I was a little rebellious. Okay. And there was a point in my life when I stole a computer. Oh, really? And I brought it home to my mother. It was just when laptops were becoming popular. I brought it to my mother, and I said, Hey, Mom, I got a gift for you. Uh And she said, Tira, where did you get this? I said, Don't worry about it, Mom. I got it from work. They didn't even log them in yet. She said, Tira. She took me by the ear and she sat me down in front of the guru and she said, go ahead. Tell him. Tell him what you did.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I said, I took a computer. Mm. She, the, the, the master looked up at his picture of his guru and he looked down at me and he looked up at his guru and he looked down at me and he said, do you think the master would approve? Mm. And I looked up at his guru and I looked at him and I looked at my mother and I looked at him and I said, yes. and he said you'll never be on the spiritual path if you think like this he said how about you become certified to teach yoga and i thought to myself i hate yoga Ah. it's the only class i used to cut in high school
2: (laughs) that's a riot
4: and i felt obligated my mother the guru Mm -hmm. i said all right i'll go learn yoga I and I went away to the mountains of West Virginia and studied under Satchitananda when he was still alive yeah. and at the Integral Yoga Institute. Yes. And it changed my life. Okay. And I know now that my mother's guru, who is not alive anymore, knew that I needed this in my life right. for my development because it doesn't just give me a gift. It doesn't mm-hmm. just give the people that I teach a gift. It does more than that in a collaboration of focus. Right. And within the last year, well, what actually happened was, you know, it always seems that it's a heartbreak that opens me up to further development.
2: Uh Well, you know what they say, your heart has to break in order to break open.
4: And that's exactly what happened. Uh, You know, I was going with a fella Uh that I met on Match.com. com. Ah. And it turns out he was an alcoholic. Ooh. And I didn't know what an alcoholic was. Ah. And it didn't tip me off that he couldn't hold his head up when he was sitting on the couch asking me for another drink. (laughs) And when I invited him to go to a meeting that might help, I thought it would be a fun little thing. We could go together. He said, what, you're never going to drink again? Ever? Then get out. I need to meet other women. And... For some reason, I felt devastated that this alcoholic didn't love me, mm. and at that point, I started following the spiritual teachings more deeply in a way that I never had before
2: so it it's kind of like because you were i don't want to say devastated but because you were a bit heartbroken over this this loss that you you realize that there's maybe something more going on that you need to reflect inward a little bit more rather than be as focused outward?
4: That's exactly what happened. And it took yeah. my twin sister to really wake me up. She, she, I was so sad and so devastated for so long and I didn't right. know why. And, and she comes over my place and she literally slapped me in the face and said, <laughs> we're going to figure this out together. Uh, And, uh, you know, it was at that time that I just started leaving old habits behind Wow! and I started, you know, my sister said to me, if you don't cut this out and wake up, then why don't you give up your apartment and go live with the bums on the street that are killing themselves? Because then you'll die faster and me and mom won't have to suffer.
2: Whoa. Those are pretty tough words.
4: And I had no idea that my behavior was affecting other people. Ah. I had no idea that my behavior was affecting my life in a way that made me so that I wasn't living my life. And within the last year, I became present as an active participant in my own life in a way that was meaningful. Ah. And I started seeing things about myself that I had never seen before.
2: And that's not always easy, is it?
4: You know what? At first, it was enlightening, and I felt a little like I was on a pink cloud.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And then it started getting real. (laughs) And I started seeing all this stuff that started coming up that I had never seen before. Ah. And I started seeing how angry I was, Ah. and how sad I was, Uh. and how I was causing it. Mm -hmm. And when I began to become aware, I started to become aware of God inside my heart in a way in which I had only scratched the surface before.
2: How long would you say that process was from when you first started to, to look at yourself to the point at which you started to see something more divine in you?
4: within the last year everything opened up for me my heart opened up to more love Mm -hmm. self-love forgiveness and i had many experiences of revelation within the last year that have helped to wake me up in a way that i've never been awake before for example i um I've been teaching yoga for the last 20 years and teaching people how to meditate. And technically speaking, I've been told I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) But when I became more honest with myself, I realized I can't even sit for one minute. Really. So I began forcing myself to sit for meditation.
2: Wow. And
4: it felt like I was a little kid getting punished. <laughs> but I would do it. And in my meditation, I would see my sleeves rolled up and I would, I'm, I'm ready to do this. I, I'm, yeah. but I can bite the bullet and I, I can remember that feelings are not facts. They can come and they can go. And I don't need to run away from feeling uncomfortable when I feel uncomfortable. And yeah. I started to become comfortable with my discomfort and that was the beginning Great. of not running away from knowing who I am and Beautiful. knowing my higher power inside my heart. Beautiful. And I was talking to this woman from my guru group, mm-hmm. and she said to me, Tiro, one time I, I told her this story that my, I see my sleeves rolled up.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: She said, I, one time I had a dream, and in my dream, uh, the guru was sitting across from me, and he had his sleeves rolled up, And he looked me in the eyes with his big bushy eyebrows, and he said, we have a lot of work to do. (laughs) And I felt for a moment like her guru was coming through her and talking to me. Uh And I said, who is her guru? And I opened up a book, and I started reading about her guru. Uh And turns out he's a mystic poet. Ah. And as I started reading about his experience of life as a mystic poet, I realized he was writing about me.
2: Interesting.
4: And the very next day, I was at the yogurt store, paying for the yogurt Mm. for my mother and my sister, talking about, mm, I was talking to the girl behind the counter, and as I was talking to the girl behind the counter, this young girl... This woman came up. She said, well, this is my daughter. I said, well, that's wonderful. She said, I used to be a singer in a band. I said, that's terrific. I said, I'm a mystic poet. I said, I just found out yesterday. (laughs) She said, you know what? I just got chills. Because I was told I was going to meet someone of a celestial nature. And... I placed myself in a public place where people come and go so this could happen. And I want you to know that I think you are that person. And I want to say it's nice to meet you. And I was like, what? Because to me, this was a physical confirmation and validation of an inner spiritual experience. And when I realized that that realm exists, I said, I want to live there.
2: Right. And because I, now it just wasn't some fantasy. It wasn't something you read about. You heard stories about this. It was something you're actually experiencing.
4: Exactly. So I started focusing my concentration. Beautiful. And I started seeing that in my moment-to-moment experience of life in a way that made my life feel so thrilling, okay. so excited to be alive and look ah. for it and feel it and share it. Cool. And it was everything that I grew up with. All the words on the page started to come alive and dance inside mm-hmm. my heart.
2: Yeah. Suddenly, like all these things that have been around you for so many years, suddenly had meaning.
4: Exactly. Now, just to put it into perspective.
2: So, so let's hold our thought there. because we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, I want to get a, a different perspective. And we'll bring your mom in to talk about what she saw In your transformation as well. Okay. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: If you have an interest in marijuana,
0: you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420, on TalkingAlternative.com.
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Tira and her mom, Mira. It's a pleasure to have you uh, in the studio with us, uh, Mira. How are you doing today? Thank you. Very well, thank you. Yeah, great. So, so last segment, um, uh, Tira kind of talked about you know, kind of a little bit of of what it was like growing up and sort of being, it sounds like you created sort of this very sort of spiritually aware household for your daughters. Um, but even though they were aware, it, it's still sometimes you, you kind of have to walk your own path for you to come to realizations yourself. And I'm curious, like, how did you see things from your vantage point in terms of, of, sort of where Tira started off and stealing the computer and things like that to this past year where it it's all of a sudden all these things you've been trying to teach her all these years son- suddenly mean something to her.
5: Well, thank you for the question and I'm enjoying being here and listening to you and even listening uh, to Tira. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, certainly been a journey and uh, I want all of your audience to know and i'm sure you have a very aware audience because that's what the show is yeah (laughs) Uh, that uh everyone does have their own journey and uh my daughter's journey was is no different than anyone else's they uh, uh i started very early on in their lives uh introducing them to their first guru, who was right. Muktananda,
3: right.
5: Uh, Baba Muktananda, who's a gem, uh, right. totally awesome. And, right. um, and for many years, I had the name Durrani because Baba Muktananda said I was Durrani, the Earth Mother. Yeah. <laughs> so I began teaching the Earth. Everyone on the Earth, and uh, I was a therapist, so I had a totally eclectic kind of therapy right. whereby uh, at that time in the '70s you uh, introduced you were introduced to rolfing and rebirthing and uh, uh, numerous kinds of therapies that you right. uh, participated in or introduced to people so they could know themselves better. Right. Um, I, in, I had a uh, foundation for peace on earth, and I, the most important thing to me was to have uh, daughters and people in my life who were also on the path, the spiritual path. Right. And I uh, met my guru in uh, 1979. Wow. And um, actually, before that, because you meet your guru inside. And then you realize, <laughs> right. okay, this is who I am, and this is the path I need to be on. When my daughters, and by the way, I had a few adopted daughters, too. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I moved to New York City from New Jersey, and, uh, and I had my three daughters, plus I adopted a few more, and I had families coming to me for therapy, so I adopted all of them and uh, sent everybody to the 1st Est training in New York City. Oh, wow. And uh after that it was actualizations and then it was the next training and landmark and one after another. And then I said, you know, I could do all of this.
3: <laughs> and so
5: I began doing it. I bought a mansion in Massachusetts. I took uh 20 people up there every weekend and I trained them. Who are you really? And meanwhile, I had my daughters and the other families that were with me working the land, grow vegetables, Uh. do things that are economically and feasibly, uh, environmentally sound. Gotcha. So uh, we did that for a few years. And then I uh, began working on television, on the psychic network and working as a psychic. And then I thought, you know there's something missing hmm. and in order for my daughters and all the people that i work with to uh know who they are truly and really i better get there right i better get there right. myself
2: because because as a parent you need to be the role model the example and by, you
5: are a parent by you're what
2: a, you do it's not by the things you say you're a
5: parent to the world yes and we all have to remember that. Yeah. So we all have to remember that we are an example for everyone.
6: Yes.
5: So, and, and we can take people as high spiritually
2: right.
5: as we are. Right. No higher. Right. And you want to get there in this lifetime. Yeah. You want to do it now. Right. So everything you're saying about focus and concentration and the most important is love. The love you feel within yourself, which will bring you to a place of uh, total concentration. So when you drink a cup of tea, you are totally there with that cup of tea. And nothing is more important at that moment than that concentration on that cup of tea. And you know what that brings? Happiness. Yes. And if you're happy, you know what? You share that. Right. Everybody can see that. Everybody will know that. And all those years that I spent trying to become happy, trying Mm. to teach people, which I thought was going to make me happy, and it did at one level.
2: Right, right.
5: But it wasn't the whole. Right. It wasn't everything. Right. And we're all a work in progress.
2: Yes, totally.
5: So we're all trying to find out. Who we are and know that who we are is divine.
2: So speaking of a work in progress, Mm -hmm. so in seeing your daughters and how they developed over the years, I imagine that it, it wasn't always easy for you to kind of be aware of all these things and not seeing them necessarily embody the same beliefs or the same principles as you did um as quickly as you would have liked
5: do you know what it's like to take not just your three daughters but a few adopted daughters that you had too, to the s training to pay for it when you're being a single mother and to sit them in the front row so they're really going to get it (laughs) walking into the room and taking a look at them and they're all six sleeping
2: Oh. through the whole thing oh jeez okay. really and
5: this should have been my message early on right. that that they are going to get whatever they get whenever right. they get it
2: right but
5: over the years and and after having a healing foundation and everything else i'm thinking the shoemaker's children need to have their shoes shined yeah. you know it's uh, uh, something that uh, and then i realized you know what their karma is their karma. Yeah, they're gonna get there. How at whatever speed they get there, right? Whenever they do get there, and my prayer is that they will get there. Mm. That's my prayer, of course, for everyone.
3: Right.
4: I can tell you, she yeah. spent many uh, nights crying and praying.
2: I'm sure. For me. I'm sure.
4: And I now even apologize to her. Uh. in reflection and, and in retrospect I say I'm sorry mom I'm sorry that I didn't know Right. and he was asking you how you feel about her
2: well, well I, I, I'm curious too like uh, you know Tira talked about sort of this heartbreak which is really the thing that led her to sort of embrace so many of the things that you taught her did you see this coming well or was it a surprise for you too as much as it was for Tira
5: I believe that Tira was um, attempting to have heartbreak way before this past year.
2: Ah. Uh,
5: okay, because yeah. I believe that she she would be a success at something. Right. And then immediately following that, I would see her do something destructive.
2: Ah. Uh,
5: and I would say, "You know what? She's really attempting to teach herself about how to grow. Uh, how to how to feel deeper." than she feels gotcha Uh, she had some I put them through some uh, challenging experiences in life
2: right
5: truly challenging I'm sure Uh, which maybe in another show we'll go into because I'm sure that many of your audience you know thinks that there are certain things that provide for enlightenment Mm. and and the real truth is that you know just being in the world you're going to get there yeah you're going to become enlightened right. and if i had known that i might have taken it a lot easier than i did
2: <laughs> you
5: know uh because then you know worry won't help yes yeah. uh, you know at, at this point and right. for many many years i've known only the master helps mm. only the master does everything yeah. so if your attention and your focus is on your highest self Right. Which I'm calling Master. Right. And you can call it anything you want. You can right. call it the God power. Right. You can call it Jesus. You can call it the Rabbi. Call it anything. Right. Doesn't matter. But right. it's your highest matter. self. Yes. And you keep that focus, you don't move it. Right. I call it Simron. All day long, oh. do Simron. Okay. So
4: he asked how you feel about my transformation. I want to hear it
5: too. <laughs> And I'm very proud of her transformation. I'm also cautious about s- supporting
2: the ego. Ah, okay. Okay, cool. So let's hold that thought. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break of the show. So we only got one more segment. I know we've got so much to go through. You, you both wonderful guests, but uh, we'll have to wrap it up soon. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant now, Awakening Humanity. And when we'll come back, we'll wrap things up. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
6: Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com.
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with a mother and daughter team today, Mira and Tira. So, um, uh, Mira, I'm just curious. Uh, so, so, you have, I mean, obviously you have your adapted daughters and you have a very large extended family, and, and you have Tira and, and Dira. Um, now, Tira and Dira are, are, are twins. Um, do they have that special twin connection that I've heard a lot of people talk about or are they like opposites?
5: No, they're they're opposite, but they're also connected, connected. in a way that I don't know how people who are not twins understand.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. There I'm was sure. only
5: one heartbeat the whole time we
4: were inside mom and she didn't know there was two of us.
2: Oh, really? Oh, that's fascinating. So your hearts weren't trained in, in the womb. Wow. So
5: it's really funny. You know, you get what you want with your focus being where it's at, and this is what I want, not this is what I don't want. Right. And at the same time, when you get what you want, is that what you're supposed to have? Is that the whole thing that will make you happy? And what did mm. you want? I wanted twins. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I, I knew that one kid, two kid, it was never going to be enough. Right. I had to train the world. Ah. And I was going to do it, through an example of who i was so that's who they were going to see and know that that's what they might want
2: oh i see so all the spiritual stuff is a family business huh
5: well
4: (laughs) we all
2: are family aren't we (laughs) yes absolutely you know
4: what's interesting is that we're black and white she is day and i am night and she Ah. is very down to earth practical common sense and i am a little bit think Thinking outside the box well she's
5: it? an Aquarian. ah we both are right
2: right right, <laughs> right okay so very fluid
4: but what's interesting is that my twin sister has a natural wisdom of the ages and i never even really knew her before this last year never no. respected her never really understood who she was until i started waking up within myself and realized she is incredible she's got this energy and this wisdom of the ages so naturally she doesn't even have to work for it she doesn't even have to go through the pain that i'm suffering
2: (laughs)
5: but we all are incredible aren't we
2: yes absolutely it's just a question of recognizing it isn't it (laughs) it's interesting how we kind of as we wake up to ourselves more we wake up to other people more don't we i feel
4: Hmm. like it's the first time i've ever met my mother Really? That within this last year. And I feel like our communication has changed. Wow. Because we're able to communicate now in a way that I'm not a little girl reacting to mommy in a defensive, yeah. arrogant way because I have to defend something. Right. It's not who I am anymore. And
5: sometimes I look at her and think, oh, my God, where was she 30 years ago? <laughs>
2: <laughs> when
5: I was trying to impress all this upon her. Right, opponent. right. So for all of you listeners, you know, who think that well, so-and-so should understand certain things and get this. Mm. You know, we all have to realize that everybody has their own path and everybody's going to get there whenever they do get there. Uh, so,
2: so would you say she kind of got there once you gave up on her getting there?
5: We could say that if you want to say that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just I say she was very busy with other yeah. things in her life. She's written books. She's written 100 songs. You know, she was busy. Right. We'd like to
4: come back on your show uh, as, an, as a, a, another time because we're working on a new podcast where we want to talk about communication between mothers and daughters.
2: Oh, we'll, we'll definitely talk about Actually, that. Actually, we Absolutely. have a
5: sitcom that we've written about oh. uh, this psychic mother, I don't know who that might be, and her twin daughters and trying to make them stars,
2: oh. traveling
4: all around the world. In the music industry, and it's fun because we all wrote it together. I, I sat down and I, re- I wrote down just the fun stuff.
2: <laughs> and, and
4: my sister sits down. She goes, "Well, there's a period that belongs here. There's no comma that belongs here. This doesn't belong here at all." And she'll erase it. Then mom <laughs> will sit down. She'll go, "Well, this happened because Mercury was in retrograde, and this and this." <laughs> As and that. it is right now. And then I'll sit down again, <laughs> not and for I'll too
5: much longer.
2: Thank yeah, God. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> and yeah. then
4: I sat down and said, "Well, wait a minute. Somebody took this out. I better put this back in this way." And then so it went like a round robin writing team oh, and then i'll look oh, at this i'll
5: look at the sitcom and i'll say but that
4: isn't funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are supposed to be funny aren't they
4: it's a wonderful Piece. And it, it reminds me of uh, Spalding Gray's Monster in a Box, ah, where you can open to any page whatsoever, start yeah, reading, and yeah. then you can go to any other page and start reading, and it all just sort of comes together in the end. And it would be fun sometime if we had my twin sister on the show yeah, too, and we, we, we shared a, a little of three that with of you, you all
2: in here together. Absolutely. So so let me ask you a question. For this new year, you know, this is a time of year when people love to like start new stuff and reevaluate things and all that kind of uh, stuff. Uh, I mean you've collectively you've got many many years on the spiritual path yet there are still surprises aren't there
5: um, I don't quite know how to answer that question because uh, actually I don't know what a surprise is
2: no well but you're psychic uh, that's right so you see it all coming I, don't you
5: I really uh, uh, can't say that there are surprises I think that there is an increase in joy ah. and I think that there's an increase in uh, um, uh, I don't know I think that okay. it's all actually um, just being in the moment
2: yeah present yeah being present.
5: and then you just are in the moment
2: ah, yeah yeah so so let me ask you a question for people who, you know, are, are just starting to dip their toe in the water for people who are, you know, beginning their spiritual path. Maybe they've known something about it. Maybe they've done yoga for a few years, but they're just beginning to, let's say, start a meditation practice. They're just beginning to really look at their wife, life from a more spiritual point of view. What advice would you give them?
5: meditate 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 <laughs> and you know and i must say when you know i of course review you said what would be a surprise i think that tira is a surprise right her her uh recognition of who she is it's uh in the last year has yeah. been outrageous oh. for me to take a look at and say oh my god i had not just Given up. I hadn't given up. I never give up on anyone or right. anything. Right. But <laughs> that's just my nature. To right. You know, hang in there, never giving up. Right. Uh, but to see this transformation before me, I wouldn't call it a surprise, but I would call it. Oh wow! This is terrific.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and and so Tira, w what would you say to somebody who is maybe just in a similar uh, kind of situation, like maybe they've been around stuff a little bit and they're just beginning to really g- get it? What would you say to them? What would you? What advice would you give them?
4: I think the most important concept that has helped me is love. It's important to be present and be receptive to more love. Mm.
5: To Receptivity let, is the key.
4: To let go of old thoughts that you thought were true. Uh, I, I uh, actually have a, a poem that I'd like to share with you, which is an answer to your question. And it says, Surrender fearlessly. Everything old and thought to be true Clean out the cobwebs and make room for the new. Do for me in prayer what I alone cannot do. Mend my broken, I beg of you. I can't live without your love.
2: Oh, beautiful beautiful well thank you i don't know a, a, a better way to end the show so that was great thank you tiara thank you mira i really appreciate you both coming into the studio today and sort of sharing your life and yourselves with our audience and mom
4: i want to say thanks for making me and i love you
2: yeah <laughs>
5: and i love you too all right
2: thank and so we'll see next time we'll, we'll 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 get the 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 third stooge in here we'll get dear in here and and make it a true family affair, so, so thank you both love you all thank you so and and of course, let me swing the camera around I, uh, a big thank you to all of my watchers and and listeners uh, from around the world. Uh, thank you, Jean Maria, and Georgia for tuning in on the uh, Facebook live stream um, we We have you know a lot more coming up uh, in the coming weeks I have uh, some different people. I have some authors. I'm starting to schedule in. We're going to have a pretty good. Uh, we're going to have a pretty good time here. Um, a couple of quick announcements for those of you who are interested in the Conscious Business Collective. Uh, I ended up, you know, canceling the December meeting just because I was sick. Um, but we are going to be starting up again. We are moving though from the third Thursday of the month to the fourth Thursday of the month, we have a new location we'll be meeting at, and that will all be posted on the Meetup group. I have not yet posted the meeting for this month yet. Give me a few days, Uh, but again, go to meetup.com slash conscious dash biz b-i-z dash collective and join the group so this way as soon as I get the meeting posted you'll get the announcement Um, there's been a lot of excitement about the group a lot of people I've been talking to about the group uh, really want to come so I hope you will join us in 2017 we're going to do some special exercises this month to uh, close out 2016 and to do some visioning work for 2017 so I hope you'll join us for this month and then we'll uh, get back to working on some other stuff um and yes i uh, you will see more events posted for the double diamond wellness center i will have a spoon bending workshop later this month and we will be doing our uh, group healing uh, meditation event um, so i hope you will all join us and just a quick reminder giveaway survey email us info at talk radio.nyc tell us where are you listening from and how are you listening to us through what phone app through what website whether it's our own or someone else's very very important we get this information as we're making a bunch of changes i hope you will stay with us and keep listening to us thank you all for tuning in happy 2017 and we will talk to you next week
0: You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
2: At www.talkingalternative.com Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative
0: Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself?
5: then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with
1: money and everything in between.
0: So listen to us on The Robin and Show, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are
2: you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
0: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
4: Life's better with American Family Insurance.